Blog Talk Radio. Welcome one and all. This is Robert Rogers. I'm the founder of Parkinson's Recovery in 2004. Parkinson's Recovery is dedicated and focused on providing information, support, and resources to individuals who currently experience the symptoms associated with a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease, but not just individuals who experience those symptoms, individuals who happen to be family members as well. I host on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show lots of different types of individuals. Some individuals happen to have a health care perspective, so they have qualifications in, for example, physical therapy, psychology, psychometrics, uh, Alexander technique, balance issues, medical doctor kind of perspectives, naturopath doctor, on and on and on and on and on. And because we've done the radio show now for about six years, we also sponsor individuals who currently uh, or have in the past experienced Parkinson's symptoms and have a quite interesting story to tell about their own ability to reverse their symptoms, in other words, about their own personal recovery. All the stories are different in terms of what people have discovered really makes a difference. My guest today is a person who fits that profile perfectly. Don McCammon is a person who has done just that. Don, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to be a guest on the radio show today. And I, first of all, have to click Don on so we can all hear him. So I'll ask you the question again, Don. So thank you for being on the radio show today. You're very welcome, Dr. Rogers. It it is my pleasure to be able to talk about this in hopes that it will help people. And that's so I I developed something that helps me, and now I'm just trying to get the story out to help other people. Fantastic. Tell us all about yourself, Don. Oh, golly, I've got three beautiful children that are all grown and all employed. Uh, Three grandchildren. I'm divorced. Um, Live in Orlando, Florida. Retired a couple years ago. I'm a mental health counselor and uh, been in some business ventures. I'm also a small-time inventor, so I think that's partially what got me involved in trying to develop my own uh, Parkinson's compound. Uh, What else can I tell you? Let's see. I play golf. Uh, I love to eat. I'm a good cook. (laughs) And uh, I love the Lord. So I'm a Christian, and uh, part, part of that calling is to love one another. Now, you have developed a solution to your own issues and symptoms. Could you tell us a little bit about the origin of the symptoms that you experienced, as I understand it, about three or so years ago? Certainly. Um, I got a call from my brother, who's two years older, and uh, I'm 68, so he's 70 now. And he said, Don, I have some bad news, but I've just been diagnosed with Parkinson's. So I went, oh, my gosh, uh, what is that? (laughs) And he started telling me about the symptoms and how Michael J. Fox had it and Muhammad Ali and some other people. And 
the symptoms sure sounded familiar. Uh, I had been falling down periodically, had lots of bruises and bumps. Um, I was constipated. I was tired all the time. I found that I was shuffling, couldn't get upstairs or downstairs easily, and uh, even had one episode called Fascination, where I left my front door and went to get my dog and just took off running and ended up splaying uh, flat out across the road. <coughs> so I, uh, I said, George, you know, I think I might have this myself. So uh, that got me quite concerned. My next step was to do like everybody does and go to Google and Google Parkinson's and uh, see, you know, see exactly what it was. And I was very disheartened to see, uh, Dr. Rogers, that everywhere I went, the sentence started out, Parkinson's is a neurodegenerative disease. There is no cure and no way to stop the disease. I mean, everybody said this. And then I came to realize that we've known about this disease for 200 years at least. And the only uh, real medication that's a effective in controlling some of the symptoms is this levodopa and it came out 50 years ago and that uh, the pharmaceutical companies have not come up with anything since then to stop it so I was angry uh, unhappy I thought this is absurd this has been around so long why hasn't the uh, haven't the researchers come up with something to to treat this disease? So at that point, uh, I focused my anger and started looking at all the existing promises. You know, we get those about every two weeks that say, "Oh, we come up with this, but we got to do five years worth of trials, and who knows?" And those just keep coming, but nothing showed any imminent success. So I did something that I've done before on another uh, disease and looked at the uh, animal studies. I know that oftentimes there are really good results in animal studies that the uh, pharmaceutical companies don't transfer to humans for a whole bunch of a variety of reasons. And at that point, <clears throat> I found one uh, study that was being done in Israel at the Tel Aviv University, I believe is what it's called. And they were taking fruit flies and breeding them to have Parkinson's, basically, and then treating them with a variety of different chemicals to see what effect it would have. The other thing, what they were trying to see is if there was a way they could break up the alpha-synuclein clusters, we can talk at length about that, which seemed to contribute to uh, the symptoms and cause the death of the neurons. So they tested hundreds of chemicals and finally found out that the one that seemed to do the best, both in the laboratory 
and in the actual fruit flies was a, a drug called, not a drug, but a food called mannitol, which is a, a natural sugar that's in most green plants. So they fed their mannitol to the uh, fruit flies, and after 27 days, found out 27 or 70% of them no longer had any symptoms and could perform regularly. Um, and the reason was they did in the uh, <coughs> laboratory, when they put mannitol in a test tube with this alpha-synuclein, um, it broke the alpha sync up. And alpha-synuclein is a lot like spaghetti that's in strands, and when it's defective, it clumps together, kind of like when you let your spaghetti dry out. And it's called the sticky protein. And this is in each of our neurons that produces um, produces dopamine, which the lack thereof is the uh, reason for the symptoms of Parkinson's. Am I going too fast? No, no. This is fascinating. Keep going. Okay. So, uh, sure enough, they put it in the test tubes, and it broke up these clusters of alpha-synuclein. And, and when they gave it to the uh, fruit flies, it broke up the clusters in the fruit fly and allowed them to resume functioning again. So it wasn't a medical marvel or a magic bullet it just it was kind of like putting you know dove dish detergent in uh in your dishes to break up the oil but it worked and uh so they they did it with fruit flies the way they tested the fruit flies they used what they call a climbing acid test they put them in the test tube and see if they can climb the ones that can climb are the healthy fruit flies. The ones that can't are the ones with the Parkinson's symptoms. And so that's how they showed that there was a 70% uh, survival or or cure, not cure, but um, positive rate of breaking up this alpha-synuclein. So then another group tried it out on mice, and they uh, actually injected it into the tail of the mice, into the tail vein, and reproduced the same results. And there they use a rolling pin type of study where the mice walk on it, and if they can keep their balance, then they're probably doing pretty good. If not, they may have uh, Parkinson's. So both both studies were eminently successful in showing that mannitol could uh, break up the alpha-synuclein clusters and restore functioning uh, to the subject. Now, you might want to ask, what is mannitol? Mannitol is uh, a natural sugar. occurs in most green plants. Interestingly, in China, they make it from kelp, or seaweed, since it's in seaweed about 20% by weight. And in the United States, in most places, they make it by breaking down regular sugar. 
So it's a real fine sugar that's used in um, diabetic candies, um, used in <coughs> on bubble gum. Um, it's used as a as a um, for babies to as a laxative. So it's a safe chemical. In fact, it's on the FDA grass list, which means generally uh, regarded as safe. So it's, it's classified as a food. And people with diabetes often use it in their coffee or other ways since it doesn't raise um, the blood sugar level in the body. And I was familiar with it. One of the difficulties is if you just go and get some mannitol and take it, depending on how much you take, you're going to have explosive gas. You, you'll have enough methane produced that you can probably run your lawnmower on it. <laughs> um, so you, you have to uh, take it with an anti-gas component. And I found what works best for me is a, a chemical called alpha-galactosidase, which is basically an enzyme. It actually grows on onions. You see it sometimes when you peel an onion and there's some black stuff at the base of the onion. That's the alpha-galactosidase. And that's also given to farm animals since they have such explosive gas. <coughs> Uh, but again, perfectly uh, acceptable, um, and I take that with the mannitol. I actually mix it in with the mannitol, so that you get the benefit of the mannitol and not as much gas. The other thing is, if you take too much, you're going to have rampant diarrhea. Uh, so a big part of what I was doing was trying to figure out what chemicals to take it with and um, how much to take. And I jumped ahead here to just to let you know that after I did this research, I said, gee, I think I'll try being a fruit fly. You know, I had these visions, visions of that movie, The Fly, and they ingested it. They didn't inject it. So that's when I started uh, trying mannitol, small amounts, tablespoons, teaspoon, two teaspoons, a tablespoon, two tablespoons, finally got up to three tablespoons. And all along the way, I had different side effects that I had to deal with and figure out how to resolve. So I did that. Um, it took me, uh, oh, I don't know, two or three months to actually get the exact right combination. And... Uh, and as I took it, I found that my symptoms started to go away. I, I wasn't shuffling anymore. Uh, the constipation was gone. I wasn't drooling anymore. Um, I had much better balance. I could walk upstairs and downstairs without holding on. Um, didn't have real small steps. Could walk normally. So it was pretty miraculous. The only thing that continued was the small tremors in my hands. And I think that's because we lose so many neurons um, before we're actually even diagnosed that uh, 
we're not going to get those back, at least not with mannitol. It's going to have to come someday with stem cells or something like that. All right, let me pause here and let you ask whatever questions you might have. Well, Don, I must uh, uh, provide a, a confession. I had not ever heard of mannitol until I connected with Don McCammon. Now, is mannitol a substance that I can go to the grocery store and see on the grocery store shelves next to sugars? No. Uh, typically, it's uh, you'd have to buy it on the Internet from a supplier. But it is commonly used. If you use um, diabetic candies, for example, I have type 2 diabetes, and I can remember when I would buy the candy, I'd get the munchies and eat the whole the uh, whole package, and then immediately get diarrhea. <coughs> well, that was the mannitol that was causing that. Oh. So uh, it's readily available. Uh, again, like bubble gum, the little white powder you see around the gum, that's mannitol. It's used in a lot of different foodstuffs, but, but you'd have to just go online and go to Amazon and mannitol and find a provider to get it. Or so I provide it already mixed. Go ahead. Right, right. And so it tastes a bit sweet, just like sugar then. Yeah, it has about 60% of the sweetness of regular table sugar. So now, the me, research was... Yes. Let me say, um, the interesting one of the interesting things about this... Because if you come up with a a new uh, medicine, you got to go through FDA approval and five or ten years of trials and hundreds of millions of dollars. But this is classified as a medical food, an approved food by the FDA that has some medical benefit. And as a consequence, it doesn't even have to be approved by the FDA and I don't have to go through the FDA. So it's a it's a nice little loophole that allows anybody to use it. Now, I think most people who perhaps like you might have looked at the research and had seen, oh, well, there's research done on fruit flies, and oh, look at over here. Here's some research on mice, and they show good results. Folks who got that far would typically say, well... I think I'd better wait and see what the results are when we have studies on humans. But you didn't do that. You said, no, 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 I'm not waiting, and there'll probably be no research like that anyway, so I'm just going to basically use myself as a study subject equal to one. Now, what motivated you to take that step? Parkinson's. (laughs) I, uh, I didn't like all the side effects. I didn't take any levodopa, but when I looked into it, there were so many side effects, and it looked like just a big con that, I mean, it does provide a lot of relief to people, but it doesn't do anything to cure disease or to stop the disease. And so I wanted to come up with something that would do that. And uh, so I decided I can't, I'm not going to be able to get anybody else to try it unless I use it. And so I made myself N equals one, the uh, the subject, and uh, started using it myself. 
Why doesn't the pharmaceutical industry develop this product uh, since it looks like it's been so sex- successful, at least for you, certainly? Well, I wanted the same thing, and I think most people do. Um, so I frantically called around to the pharmaceutical companies in the field and even got through to two of the uh, head product development people in the pharmaceutical companies. And they explained that they didn't really care if it worked 100% of the time. They couldn't develop it because it didn't have exclusive patent protection. Anybody could buy Manitol. And as a consequence, they couldn't invest the millions of dollars in it (coughs) to um, develop the drug and sell it uh, since basically anybody could get it and they didn't have to go through the uh, company. It sounds kind of cynical, and it is. It's uh, tragic that the drug companies are not in the business of saving lives. They're in the business of making money. And um, and that makes sense because they have to answer to their stockholders and their employees, and if they don't make money, they won't be in business. But unfortunately, there it's not just not just Parkinson's. There are other diseases where there are some wonderful alternatives that they haven't developed um, to solve some of the major major diseases. So that's my cynical answer for that, and uh, I just gave up trying to talk to them. I even approached a few medical foods companies. Um, and they're the same place. They have to have exclusive patent protection in order to uh, pursue the development of a product. So this is like someone even said Manitou was named after manna from heaven. So this is truly manna for the person with Parkinson's. Um, What it appears that it does... Dr. Rogers, is when it breaks up the alpha-synuclein clusters in your cells, it frees up those neurons to start producing dopamine again. That's why I had an improvement in my functioning. But it also stops it. And that's the uh, a key part because if you talk to folks about this or just look at Michael J. Fox today, um, he's rapidly progressing to dementia. And the disease gets worse. Uh, Regardless of the current medications you take, it gets worse and reduces a person to just a shadow of their former self. So if you can use this, regardless of what level you're in, and actually stop the disease, what a wonderful thing. Um, I go to a Parkinson's support group, and it's just tragic to watch as these people, their lives deteriorate, and they end up going to nursing homes, and they can't walk, and some can't talk well, can't eat. <coughs> Excuse me, we have terrible allergies here today. Um, so I I think it's a wonderful development. 
I'm delighted that I can. I I filed two patents, but I went ahead and let them lapse because I want this to be able to be available to anybody. And if they someone would just email me, I'll be happy to send you whatever information you need to either order the product from me or to make your own product. And what is your email address, Don? Uh, hopefully you'll put a link in there, but it's Don, D-O-N, McCammon, M-C-C-A-M-M-O-N, at gmail.com. I'm your host, Robert Rogers, the founder of Parkinson's Recovery. My guest today is Don McCammon, who's talking about his solution to the symptoms that he experienced that were associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. Well, Don, you've experimented with this and had really spectacular results. Are there other people that you know have also used this with similar results? Yes, I've got a number of people that I provide the product to, but I don't do testimonials or give out names because I just uh, I don't want want it to appear as though I'm hustling the product. I want to make it available to people if they want to try it for themselves. For the first year, I gave it away, and I just can't afford to do that anymore. So if you contact me, I'll tell you how what it would cost for me to provide it to you directly. And you're welcome to talk to your doctor about it, but doctors don't have a lot of information about it right now. That's why I published that paper. I thought that would help them be able to walk through and understand uh, how it works. The article that Don is referring to is linked on the radio show page. So it's an actual article in a scientific journal. So if you'll click on that link, you'll see a PDF download of the article. Be sure to do that. It's a quite fascinating presentation of the reason why this particular compound winds up being so successful. How long have you been taking this particular compound, Don? Almost three years now. Um, and my, again, like I said, my my symptoms are completely in remission except for some tremors in my hand. I had one period where I was getting an, uh, a problem with my eye. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's a side effect. So I stopped taking it. I went to see my doctor, and he said, no, you just have an eye infection, so he gave me a topical ointment for it. But after seven days, my symptoms off of the uh, product, my symptoms started to come back. Um, so I went back on it, and after three or four days, they were all gone again. But I just, it was testimony to me that uh, once we get on it, we need to stay on it. I take it every morning in my coffee, a tablespoon and a half, and uh, uh, caffeinated coffee, because caffeine also opens up your blood-brain barrier. And by the way, this is a small molecule so that it passes easily through the blood-brain barrier. There are many medications that don't do that. So there's no... You know, unless you can't tolerate coffee or caffeine, or you can do it with tea also... Um, there's real no reasons why most people can't take it. It's not recommended to take if you have, uh, if you're breastfeeding or you're pregnant 
or if you have a heart condition, or if you have kidney disease, so, or if you have low blood pressure, because it can actually lower your blood pressure. But other than that, um, I think somebody can find out how effective it is. You can take it while you're on your levodopa. It's harder to determine the results while you're still taking levodopa. <coughs> but you can do it at the same time. I also have people that have DBS and take it and, you know, say they they sleep better and feel better and whatnot by taking it. So, um... Let's see what else I can tell. Any other questions? Well, so to summarize, then, the dosage is one and one-half tablespoons of this particular compound in a morning coffee or tea. But you don't do that at any other time during the day. It's just once a day? Just once a day. And you can take it in the evening every night if you want or middle of the day. But for me, it just works out great with my morning coffee. I eat eat a little breakfast, have my morning coffee, and mix in my syncholine, and uh, I'm off and running. And it doesn't require any kind of waiting period afterwards or anything like levodopa does. It's it just uh, you won't actually see the benefit of it for about one to two months because it takes a while for it to break down the uh, the alpha-synuclein clusters. And those are, the clusters are called uh, Lewy bodies, and they're bodies in the cell that are basically just like big pus sacs, and this breaks them up so that they can't kill the cell. And that's the problem. When you get enough of them in a cell, then the cell is killed. And the horrible thing about it when it happens is the cell ruptures and sends this uh, defective and diseased alpha-synuclein out its axons into the adjacent healthy cells. So, I mean, this has happened, if you've got Parkinson's, this has happened to you a thousand times a day. So it's just horrible to envision to think of. And if we can break it up, and stop that from happening, um, uh, it's just nice to think that my brain is not diseased. <laughs> <laughs> really? Isn't that the truth? Now, one of the issues with levodopa and other prescription medications is a person can start with a relatively low dose, get some reasonable results, but then that medication has to be increased over time. Have you had to increase this particular use of this compound? No, actually, I've decreased it. I uh, I was up to three uh, three tablespoons when I first started. Then it came down to two. Uh, then I actually, when I wrote the article, I cut back to one. But I found out that with one, um, some of the symptoms started to come back. So I have actually had to move it to one and a half. But there's no reason why it should ever take more than whatever dosage you're comfortable with. <clears throat> with levodopa, of course, as your brain cells die, um, it takes more and more 
in order to develop some dopamine. So basically, it's much like morphine. You become dependent, and you build up a tolerance, and you have to have more. So that's terrible to see, too, after five or six years when somebody is no longer getting any benefit out of their levodopa, and they kind of panic and don't know what to do. Some are going to the DBS, brain surgery. That's helped some people. Other people, they have to take the take the uh, things out of the brain because it, it doesn't work. So there's a lot of interesting approaches right now to a cure or to a um, stopping the disease, but they're all five or ten years away again uh, if they develop, and uh, I just didn't want to wait. And you didn't. <laughs> now, you mentioned side effects of the use of mannitol itself are excessive gas, and you had to do some experimentation to find out uh, some other substances that could be used in combination with that. Are there any side effects now to using this for you or others who use it? No, it's just uh, occasionally I get some gas. Uh, but there's the uh, side effect I had from using too much mannitol was urinary retention where I couldn't pee. And so I had to cut that back to where that wasn't a problem. And, And then also the other one when I took too much was diarrhea. And so I've dealt with that by reducing the dosage. So other than that, there shouldn't be any side effects, although I I put out a product information sheet which talks all about possible side effects. And if you have reservations, you know, go talk to your doctor. Generally, the doctors are going to say they can't hurt you, um, but they have, they're not optimistic about it being able to help because they're just not familiar with it. So would it be the case then that if a person decides they want to pursue this as a possible option, that they too might need to do a little experimentation with the dose? That is what works for you and it sounds like many others is a tablespoon and a half a day. Is it the case that somebody might start with that and need to either reduce or increase that given their body's response? Yeah, it's possible because it's just... uh that's just the nature of it. There's no perfect dose, and everybody's body is different. But you'll find out when you take it, you know how you're doing. And it it does, uh, other than just give you increased mobility by killing the the clusters. The biggest thing is I just had a great deal more energy. I could sleep better. Uh, no more constipation, no more drooling, clearer thinking. So a lot of the things that come with Parkinson's aren't just falling down. I mean, there are other other symptoms that interfere. Uh, sexual problems with Parkinson's. So by uh, by stopping the disease, wonderful things happen, and your body says thank you. 
Well, isn't that the truth? And what a miracle this is if, in fact, many, many, many people will find results that have been similar to you. This is certainly a remarkable discovery. So the name of the compound that you invented as an inventor is called Senocline. How did you come up with that name? Senocline. Oh, I just thought it was cute because alpha-synuclein and synocline and it wasn't being used in the patent office, so I just went with that. Um, yeah, you can order that. In fact, we've got a couple orders today on Amazon. Just uh, Google in Syncoline, um, or the best way is just directly with me using PayPal. But, uh, the, you know, that's just how it's available. Right. Uh, oh, so- I want to t- I want I want to tell you that what I'm hoping is that I can get some researcher that's willing to do a clinical study of about 20 people with newly diagnosed Parkinson's before they start on levodopa and then just follow them for 6 months and see what happens. I have my doctor, is a very well-known researcher, Dr. Robert Hauser in Tampa, and he agreed at one point to do the research, <coughs> but he needed someone else uh, to actually lead it since his plate was pretty full. But I'd love to find some university or somebody that's willing to do this and uh, pave the way. And so, Don, I'd recommend that you approach Dr. Lori Mishley from Bastyr University. Dr. Mishley is converting her attention to more research and less clinical interventions, and she would be fascinated to consider this as a possible study that she would be willing to sponsor. Her last name is spelled M-I-S-C-H-L-E-Y. I think she would be very interested in conducting just the kind of study that you are recommending. Well, so it sounds great. like it sounds like in terms of options uh for those of you who are listening if you want to pursue this clearly you can go on Amazon and see if you can acquire this. I want to recommend that you contact Don directly. The uh, man who has uh founded and created Amazon is apparently now the second uh, or maybe the first richest man in the world. So it seems to me it would be it would be really wonderful if you uh, uh, dealt directly with Don. So Don, I want to spell your email address slower for our listeners so they can be sure to contact you. Don doesn't have a website, so you'll have to be sure to email him. So his website is I'm going to first say it and then I'm going to spell it very slowly. Don McCammon at gmail dot com, and so that is spelled. D as in dog, O, N as in Nancy, M as in Mary, C as in cat, C as in cat, A as in apple, M as in Mary, M as in Mary, O as in over, N as in Nancy, at gmail.com. That's G M A I. L dot C O M. 
And that's not that's not a website. That's my email address. So if you send me and you have any questions, I'm happy to respond. I respond all day. So just send them out, and I'll, I'll see what I can do. And he'll respond to you. So in other words, if you have just additional questions about this particular option, he'll be happy to answer them. Or if you would like to order the product after you learn more about it, you can do that directly by contacting him through this email address. Again, just to repeat, Don doesn't have a website itself, so you'll have to be sure to email him in order to be able to get this additional information from him. And I also want to repeat on the radio show page, there is a link that is listed to his article that you'll be sure to want to download and read if you are seriously considering this as an option. There's also a link to the Amazon sale of this particular product, but I want to say once again, please, instead of using that link, uh, contact Don directly and deal with him directly. Uh, he'll be able to answer any and all questions that you might have about the use of this particular option. So, Don, in terms of the support group that you participate in there in Florida, are there many other people who use this as an option as you have? No. Uh, I'm very careful not to solicit, and the lady that runs it doesn't want me to solicit. So uh, what I'm trying to do is just get the article in some people's hands and let them talk to me instead of uh, – you know, making a presentation. Wonderful people do a great job. It's sponsored by Florida Hospital. Uh, I just, I don't want to go there and be a snake oil salesman, as I'm frequently <laughs> right. called. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's certainly not the impression of any listeners to this radio show today. Don, I can assure you, you're doing anything but trying to promote any particular solution. But you've done an eloquent job of presenting your own journey on the road to recovery, discovering something that has obviously made a huge difference in terms of your ability to fully and completely recover if there's one thing that you'd like to say to an individual who has just been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, what would that be? Read the journal article and try the product because that's the best possible time to uh, stop the disease before it, before it gets much worse. Because as we all know, in some people, this progresses very rapidly, some others slowly, but the outcome's the same. So, and if you have serious questions, uh, talk to your doctor. Um, but if he tries to talk you out of it, I'd suggest you talk to another doctor because I've had too many people that, uh, whose doctors said it was fine and used it and gotten good results. I need to explain there is no guarantee that it'll work. Um, some people, it doesn't work at all. Some people give up after a week. Um, so everybody's different. Um, but the research is there. The chemistry is there. And uh, I've tried to lay it out logically so that you know people can make up their own mind. 
very obvious to do, Don, is the option is, is now very clearly delineated so people can make their own choices. And clearly some options work for some folks and not for others. Now, I also want to clarify, it, people are used to, if they're on prescription medications and taking something like sentiment, they're used to taking that and the symptoms sort of immediately resolve, at least for a short period of time. I understood you to say that you begin taking this and a person is not going to see an immediate result that afternoon or that next day. It takes some time for uh, all of these clusters to unstick themselves. So as I understood it, you said it may take up to two months for a person to see some visible results. Is that right? That's correct. When they did the research with the mice, they did it for four months. Uh, but I'm finding I think after two months you should be able to tell if it's working. Um, and with the uh, fruit flies, they did the research for 27 days, but their lifespan is much, much shorter. So don't expect it to be like Cinemet and uh, Levodopa and get some immediate result. That won't happen. Now, we've covered a lot of detailed information about your discovery, Don. Is is there one thing that you want to make sure that people remember about this radio show interview today, a take-home point that you want to make sure people take home after they stop listening? Well, uh, do something. Stop the progression of this horrible disease. Um, I... You know, stay up to date on all the new developments, but take your recovery and your healing into your own hands and do something because it is possible to stop this disease. There's no need for it to rage on and ruin people's lives. And God loves you. Thank you so much, Don McCammon, for taking the time to be a guest on the radio show today. I know many people will be excited about the possibility of learning more about this fantastic discovery that you have made as a person who has created something that no one else has created. So thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome, Dr. Rogers. Have a, have a wonderful life. Thank you. And that's what's happening on, you guessed it, the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact that you've been listening to this radio program today, that you indeed are on the road to recovery. May you have a spectacular week ahead. Good day. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.